Good afternoon, my name is Jamie Sinfield and today I'm going to be discussing a topic um, which may relate to many people in today's society and I'm going to be talking about the concept of business during COVID-19 and running a business in general and I'm, my um, guest today is Martin Lewis, not the money man of course, <laughs> which is quite coincidental, he knows a lot about money. Um, he runs an extremely successful company which has been thriving for um, almost 10 years now, I think. Is it almost 10 years? Uh, I think it's 10 Coming years. 10 years. Uh, yeah, pretty much the day um, I started the company was the day I graduated, but the yeah, day I found, registered the company yeah. was a few years later. So seven years as a registered company. So, correct me if I'm wrong, it, I'm going to pass it up to you in a sec. I think it's um, graduationattire.com. You correct me on that. And you can buy your gowns online for your um, and many other things, any law um, attire many different things he can i'll pass it over to uh, martin lewis to introduce his business what he does and then i'll move on from there on to you yeah, martin thank you uh, first of all yeah don't go to graduationattire.com that's someone else go to graduationattire.co.uk and you'll see us or best eveess.co so yeah just to introduce myself um, i'm martin lewis managing director of graduation attire suppliers of graduation gown and photography services direct to universities through exclusive contracts. Pretty much a company I started the day I graduated where I spent more money to rent my gown than it cost to rent a car and more time in queues than I did with my family. You know, it didn't feel very student focused. So I thought myself a company that put all those things right, a student focused company that didn't break tradition, didn't break the bank and most importantly, didn't break the planet. Very noble approach by the students for the students. Very nice. I mean, you were, there, you were there on that same day, James. You all know the experience. It wasn't the greatest. No, it was. It was damn right terrible. I mean, it was horrible. I mean, it's just. It was. It's just a. It was just rush, rush, rush. Here's your gown. Put it on, and it was horrible. It was so uncomfortable. I mean, my mortarboard barely fitted me. I had to walk like a, like <laughs> well, really thing, upright, right? like a stick, trying to keep it on my head. Oh, it's really embarrassing. And yeah, when you got like to shake the top of his hand, yeah. yeah so there's, there's this uncomfortable object on your head. And the Obviously, whole thing, you know, you said you spent more time, you know, running around, didn't feel very, you know, relaxing no, for a was, day that's supposed to be the lasting impression for the rest of your life after university. I mean, as you know, you've got competitors. I'm not going to mention the companies. I don't want to get a letter from the post saying I want to spend ground for slander. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no pun intended. Um, but it was just a whole, when I used to see people getting graduating, you had a certificate, certificate in their hand. I actually thought it was a V certificate. And that was just a prop. I was so disappointed. It was unbelievable. Right, okay. Oh, I mean, there's so many things, you know, like I, um, when I graduated, had that picture. And, and on the background, I think I was in front of the bookcase background. And I was wearing my cap. And my cap uh, lined up exactly with the bookshelf. And oh, the bookshelf God. had a black shelf going from one side to the other of the picture. My hat lined up exactly with that. So it looked like I was balancing a whole line of books on my head. And you would have thought someone would have picked up on that, but no, I got that picture through. That is an extremely good point because if I believe that you do photography as part of your business, am I correct? We do, yes. Yes. Yeah, we so the... we um, yeah, service about 20,000 students a year with photography. We're actually uh, the biggest photography company in our area in Bedfordshire, even though we don't own a single camera because a lot of it's outsourced, which is quite interesting. Well, I mean, it just reminds me of my own experience because what these companies do, they send you the photo they think's best. And when I had my graduation photo, my mum went through it. She looked at it and thought, this looks absolute shit. Pardon my um, language. Yeah, and I mean, it's like it it's back. Said, wall, they because they sent you for you. 
yeah, they send you the main one and they send you um, thumbnails of others. And my mum said, I want this one. She sent it back and got the one updated. Yeah, they don't really, I don't think they put too much um, um, interest in because they think, you know, they graduate, they don't care. They're going to get a photo. They put it on the wall. But anyway, um, not to dwell too much into that. So I just want to talk, how has your business suffered as of March 2020 in terms of sales, in terms of actually importing goods, um, export, well, importing goods from outside the country? How has that affected the business? Has it been that bad? Yeah, so uh, let, let's really go back to the beginning of the year. At the beginning of the year, we in the first 30 days, uh, we had a lot of success. We aimed to win seven new contracts for the whole of 2020. Um, that equates to about um, £3.5 million worth of income uh, over the next four years. But we thought, you know, if we can do that in the next 12 months, amazing. We, we happened to just achieve that in the first 30 days of the year. We won six contracts uh, before the end of January, so we're almost there. Um, so great, you know, we're building up traction, you know, we're, you know, we're winning 80% of the contracts that are going out to tender. And, and then, you know, we're preparing, giving it a red hot go. And then March comes around and people start getting a bit shaky. And then COVID have, and, I mean, you don't have to have a, sorry, no, carry on. I'm just going to interject. Just, and then all the events, which is a lot, you know, in the sweet spot of July where all graduates happen to get cancelled. So, you know. It's gone from a time of plenty to a time of famine. I mean, are the government supporting your business in terms of furlough scheme? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm not going to cause... Oh, you're not out of pocket, are you? ...stress over something I can't control. Um, so things like the furlough scheme have been really, really useful. So we've taken full advantage of that. I mean, obviously, you can't really just say I'm going to furlough everyone and hope that I can hibernate and extend my runway and come out winning. Um, what you have to do is furlough some keep some key members of staff mm. therefore you can extend your runway make your cash last longer but keep hitting key milestones that's the key thing we're a small enough company that we're agile enough to make our cash last longer by utilizing the scheme but also hit key development milestones our competitors on the other hand much bigger much clunkier much harder to steer um, have had to take a different approach you know they might have furloughed 90 percent of their staff and the 10 percent that are left cannot run the company so it's kind of, they may just be tying it over. They're certainly not pushing forwards like we are. I mean, you make much of your sales online. Am I incorrect? Or am I correct? Uh, that's been a really useful thing, yes. What you said there, um, we do but, have a direct consumer B2C yeah, approach that we utilised heavily, um, a way to allow students to graduate from home by doing a direct-to-home order, which our competitors couldn't do. I recall we had a discussion um, years ago when you had a because you had a caller um, and a man phoned up um, and apparently as you still um, law regalia or law law attire I'm no, I don't know anything about law but I know you sell law um, you got a parent phoned up and his daughter didn't get a good degree and he actually wanted to order a what it was he wanted to order a wig and then she had to wear the more to put on top of the wig or something, something like that. I can't remember. Do you remember that phone call? Yeah, I do remember, like, back and forth with this person for about 15 minutes, uh, thinking this is the most ridiculous conversation I've ever had, until I realised it was you, James, on the other end of the phone. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I mean, I did um, like to um, test the waters of a business by phoning them and putting them into awkward circumstances to see how they deal with my, it. My daughter's not got the degree I wanted her to get, so I'm going to punish her. By making a gowns you can provide yes us. the economy <laughs> and it was very well spoken wasn't it <laughs> yeah 
You was. I think you even asked if I could put a hole in it for that. So obviously, you've basically basically highlighted many of the issues that um, businesses face. Obviously, you're a business that focuses much on online sales, but and obviously the hospitality industry is suffering hemorrhaging um, um, finances. So I don't know if you understand the new tier system. I don't know what do you know what tier you are because you're based in Bedfordshire, correct? Yeah, we're tier two, but our customers aren't really in our area so we, doesn't, yeah it doesn't really it doesn't really matter when it comes to that i mean do you yeah. believe in are you happy with the government's decision are they doing the right thing is this going to be an ongoing problem i think the ongoing problem is the lack of certainty you know things changing at the last minute like a university has to provide a graduation to their students so they'll be planning to do a physical graduation in summer hoping it will happen based on what the current situation mm. is and just in a moment that plan can change yes that means we've been gearing up our operations to a particular type of delivery um yes. a in-person serviced event and then suddenly they say oh actually the um the restrictions have changed we have to go virtual or something like that can you take oh, all the wow. work you've done and suddenly send all of these mm. gowns five thousand you spent months preparing to students in the post um, you know, and can you do this at the last minute? So it's kind of an operational nightmare for us. So what we've had to do is we need to yes. consider how we de-risk. Yeah, because yeah. I just had to highlight, obviously, Martin owns his own company, but he actually does um, involve himself in the actual running of ceremonies as well. So he's not just sending things online. He's actually put his, um, he's put himself in the deep, well, not the deep end, but um, right in the kind of sharp water. Where I think, obviously, in this day and age with, um, as you know, the arts is completely, um, become um, a thing of a joke almost, especially with an advert that the government released towards the arts. And it had an advert, I think they, it was criticized. I think they took it down. It was a picture of about like an, an eight-year-old girl tying up her belly shoes. And it said something like, relearn, retrain, reboot. It's like to say, you spent all this, all your years, for example, if you're a professional musician, you spent all your years honing your art, and then you're just told, sorry, this is not good enough. You need to go and find something else. It's very um, horrible, absolutely horrible. It's very demeaning. So I don't think, our, I mean, if, even if you know China is basically going about business as usual, they, they started this apparently. Um, and they, they, there's no restrictions in China. I mean, they had something airport scare um, several days ago, but right now they're back to normal. So that's good for you. Obviously, it means that you can. Um, yeah, it's good in terms of supply chain, of course. We produce yes, a lot. Right, yeah. Now they've yeah. opened their um, borders. Um, so one just last question, as I forgot to mention, how has your business been adapted to deal with COVID-19? Sure, that's a good question. Every business has had to change the way it operates slightly if it wants to survive, if it's a business that's been directly affected. So it's created new opportunities um, in the graduation market. Um, basically, we've analysed our strengths, analysed what we could do to outpace our competitors, and we've used this opportunity to actually develop the world's first virtual graduation platform. Um, as a platform, you can visit it, www.graduations.live, um, which from a standing start um, has already had 10,000 users. And Graduations Live is basically a platform that recreates the magic of graduation from home. And we've got unique content opportunities such as our virtual class photo and grad clip. And you can create digital assets which can instantly be shared online, increasing brand awareness for the university as well. And um, although we've developed it during COVID, we see it as a key differentiator when bidding for new contracts in the future, like an added value 
tool which every graduate, physical, virtual, international or in absentia can join in to be part of the day. And it's our key to our aim as well for like international expansion. It's part of like a land and expand strategy because we can get clients with this virtual platform anywhere in the world. In fact, we've already got a few in the US, big institutions that we can then turn from virtual international clients into physical paying contracts in the future, which is quite interesting. And it's given us a, a, an edge to our business which we've never had before, which is a digital product, which you know is scalable. We've always been people heavy, uh, small margins. Now we are a digital uh, product company, which has uh, low uh, people involvement, but high margins. So it's a bit of a game changer. And it's the one thing that all our competitors don't have. None of our competitors have a physical and virtual offering with anyone that has both. So we're gonna see where that leads in the future. And I think it's gonna be our key, key kind of uh, differentiator. Right, excellent. So if you're a budding entrepreneur, I suggest you listen to just what's been said. Right, thank you, Martin. So, right, have you any anything else to say on the subject before we move on? Just thinking, you know, obviously we've got a music background, both of us we both studied at university together. Yes, uh, we both studied, um, sorry, yeah, Martin Lewis studied um, the famous Tonmeister course, which is only hosted in two universities in the whole world. That's Surrey, the University of Surrey. And where's the one in Germany? Do you know what university it is? So, yeah. but, I don't know exactly, but it is a German name, the Tonmeister. Yes, and it's it, basically, yeah. In the UK where it has this blend of mathematics, science, engineering, and a little bit of physics. And so you graduated with first, first honours. Yeah, I mean, and yes. what it does is yeah, get extra. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just, yeah. <laughs> you don't have to work hard, just, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't really think about my university degree very much. Yeah. I, was down I don't, college, yeah. Uh, what it does just, is teach you soft skills that you need in life, which is problem solving. Yeah, soft skills. Well, yeah. I mean, education isn't about what you learn specifically. It's about the soft skills you learn, which are incredibly mm. applicable to any job yeah. in the future. Indispensable. So I think this right. kind of you learn, retrain stuff. Actually, an arts person is probably in a good position to do that because they have amazing soft skills. Not that oh, they don't, yeah. but they could. And I think. Um, Rishi saying, you know, people should consider retraining um, is going to cause a lot of problems for him uh, and people's opinions. But at the same time, as individuals, we do need to de-risk our future. And arts is always a risky business. Anyone going to arts works for mm. years and years to get to the top of their game. And there's no chance, I would say no guarantee you're going to get to the top of your game and make a career of it. I mean, of course, let's just let's just distinguish arts. I mean, we're talking about um, art, obviously, entails many different disciplines from classical music to theatre. So it can, it's it's all relative. But you're you're absolutely right when you're saying that um, you work really hard to get to your game, and you're still so um, you can do along the way to de-risk it. Learning a skill mm, which is applicable yeah. in another industry too is always a good choice. Right. Anything yeah. more to say on that subject? Um, specifically, what around. Um, the government stuff uh, not really i mean for us like you just can't let it cause you any any stress you know you can't control it so just listen to what's happening and try and adapt to it uh, the best you can for me um you know we're going to carry on pushing forwards and i think you know it's that situation right so you know that story with um as like you're in the uh in africa in the plains of africa let's say and there's a lion and it's you and a friend so i'm me the company the friend is our competitor and the lion comes face to face with us. Um, 
and then the competitor, the other person says, why are you putting on your, your running shoes? And I'll say, because the problem, the lion, COVID, is going to chase us. And all I need to do is outrun you, the competitor. Yeah, that, uh, do you know, did you, you got that from the chase, didn't you? I don't that know. came up, I, no, because there was I a question, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I was listening to but it's true. If you can outpace your competitors during this period. Yeah, will... because basically if a bear's chasing after you and you and your friend, whoever kind of gets outrun, loses. <laughs> you don't need to outrun COVID. You just need to outrun. You're absolutely correct. But I mean, it gets to the point where you can't keep this up. I mean, they're locking down. But what I find very um, almost non, non um, I can't think of the words, not non-productive in the sense of containing the viruses. Oh, let's let people for Christmas mix with all their families and and then January will lock them down again. Do you think there's a, an essence of authoritarian kind of approach to what the government are doing in terms of control? Yeah. They're saying you can't do this and you can't do that. Um, you can't well, really. Degree, but I mean, you compare that somewhere like China where it's going to be very much. It, well, it is an authoritar authoritarian, yeah. yeah. Um, and it's working and things are back to normal. So, you know, it's finding that sweet spot where everyone can be happy, the population can be yeah. happy, and COVID is reduced as an issue. Um, it's just finding that sweet spot, and it's not something that's happened in a long, long time. So there's no playbook to follow. Um, and the fact that every single nation is different, you know, you've got, you've got small nations, there are islands which can take an approach that we simply couldn't take, even though we are yeah. an island, we're a much bigger one. Uh, you know, you can't just lock things down and try and control. Well, as as you know, Australia is extremely strict on its um, policies with people coming into the I mean, if you come into the country with an apple, you're not coming in. Australia are very um, respectful of their of them being themselves an individual island as such, from Australasia and not having any other influence from the outside world. And that's, you make some very good points. I mean, we just have to see what happens. Um, towards the end of this, um, December. The only issue that I found very interesting um, to finish up on, the government with the tier one, two, three is, as you know, different to the tier one, two, three that we experienced in September and um, October, where tier three meant you couldn't do anything, but um, tier two now means, which London is going to tier two, and I reside in London, is where you can go to a pub, but you have to order food in order to buy alcohol. I'd love to know your opinions, lastly, why that makes any sense. I mean, if, if it's a way to curb people's drinking, that's really not a good way of going about it. It does seem a little bit kind of like unlogical. I'm sure there is some- It's not logical. logical. It's not gonna change anything, that's for sure. It's just, gonna, it's just, it's just rules for the sake of rules, in my opinion. But again, that's not really gonna affect me. I don't really go out to the pub, um, you know, I'm. It's not saying that I've even really given that much thought. All I think about is when I hear restrictions is what, how does it affect me personally? So how no. does family, is it going to affect that? And then is it going to affect the business? Um, stuff like uh, self-entertaining, going out and, you know, going shopping mm. isn't too much of an issue for me. In fact, I haven't even been into a supermarket since January and I do all my online shopping now. I probably will. Oh, wow. Well, okay. So, and that doesn't bother me, you know, that, in fact, so I've, I've optimised certain things that I do based I mean, on what's happening. No, I've, not got public, I've not got public transport since February. I've not, sorry, I, sorry, let me rephrase that. I've not got the tube since February. I've got the bus once or twice. Um, it's made some time, but yeah, just things that you can do without. But there are people that rely on, you know, people that are regulars, people who are retired, they go to the pub and they just want to have, 
have them get smashed their face. They just want to pop their drink. So it's awkward. I'm just interested to see how Wedderspoons approaches. Are they going to approach everyone who comes through the door? Are you eating a meal? I mean, I just don't understand it. But any more on the subject before we move on? No, no, I don't really have much more to say on that. What, what's I your next that, question? Well, we are going to finish this and I would like our, our listeners to also log on to graduation at I um at actually repeat the website mark yeah you repeat the website so i don't get it wrong co.uk yeah not com so thank you martin lewis um thank you um we're going to briefly be talking our next episode on the subject of the queen's gambit which is also with chess if you like chess you'll be very interested to hear that um i've been james thank you for listening bye